One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm Nobody, Danny Beard. And I'm somebody, Billy Andrew. And this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast. Danny's freezer needs investigating by the RSPCA. Billy's bum took a pounding from producer Sam. And Cheryl calls Dashi for Uber. Ooh, Cheryl cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of your favourite podcast. It's definitely your favourite because you listen to it right now. And if it's not your favourite, it's going to be your favourite soon. It's the Gossip Gaze with me, Danny Beard. And me, DJ Billy Andrew. Hello, everybody. How are you feeling, baby? I'm feeling good. You know what? Th- this morning, dead quick, I shot up, bolted up at like yeah. 10 to 9 a.m., which is early for me. And I was like, shit, I've got a hospital appointment in 10 minutes. So I had to, I quickly showered. I grabbed my makeup bag because I knew I was coming here for half 10. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Rushing, rushing, rushing. Got to the hospital. I've officially got IBS. Diagnosed. I could have told you that about <laughs> four years ago. <laughs> no, but it's official. I've just got to do one more little stool sample, and then, um, and then that's it. I think they're just double, double checking. I don't have bloody anything else. But yeah, the the last um, the last episode was like something about help day guts like mine are fucking destroyed. So not in a good way. You're gonna look <laughs> at your diet now, yeah? Well, they said right. Right, I like they said. I have to cut out dairy for four weeks, and if it doesn't get any better, then I can introduce dairy. Then it's not dairy. Then after that, I need to go on another diet, which I have to cut out wheat for eight weeks. And if that doesn't help, then then I've got to try this final diet, which could be to do with sugars. And I'm just not prepared to do that at the moment. So I'm just gonna. Are you ha- gonna get some IBS medication? Well, they said the only thing they could do is just give me a modium to stop me shitting, or stool softeners to if, if I get constipated. Basically, is what yeah, you said. can get. Like cramp medication that stops it doing all that. Oh yeah, it? I get cramps and stuff. But do you know what? I'm just. Gonna I live think we're life. all getting IBS. I I swear I've got it, but I'm not going to get a diagnosis. I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm not cutting out milkshakes and shit. I know I don't want to. I, I mean, I'm on a diet at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, you've just reminded me I've not took my diet pill. <laughs> I love these new buttons. We, if there's anything, by the way, that people, that we've said in the show that you want us to add as a little button. Oh, you've just reminded me I've not took my diet, diet pill. Yes. Then we'll do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, listen, it's been a fucking busy old week. You've got IBS. I've got IBS. I've been on Hollyoaks. <gasps> yes, And we've not spoke about the O2 arena. No, so what do you want to talk about first? Hollyoaks or O2? Well, well, it's up to you, really. I don't like to talk about myself too much. <laughs> well, I want to talk about the O2 bloody arena first. I think. Go on. How incredible was that? Like you were on a lineup with Catherine Ryan, Joe Lysett, Sam Ryder from what's it called? Eurovision, uh, Bianca Del Rio, and it was a comedy plethora for Comic Relief, was it not? Actually, just for last Comic Relief. I think it was. It wasn't Comic Relief. No. It was, darling. Just for laughs. Just for laughs is for Comic Relief, it is. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was from uh, Just for Laughs for Comic Relief. <laughs> was it for Comic Relief? Yeah, that's why yeah, it's it was on. Just for Laughs Comic Relief. Yes. Um, do you know what? It was a real pinch me moment. It felt so fab to be backstage at the O2. Mm. Gorgeous dressing room, looked after, and I thought, the amount of stars that have walked this little corridor Every, up onto this stage. Everybody. Everybody's done their Madonna, Britney, Gaga. 
Danny Beard. A Danny Beard. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Great gig. Very nervous. Did you like? Was that the most nervous you'd been for a gig in a while? Would you no. say? No, oh, I was really? more nervous on my solo tour in Liverpool. Was you? Yeah, because yeah, I just felt really under rehearsed and right. everything was going on. When I did the solo first date of the solo tour, we'd only had three days rehearsal. Got yeah, okay. You know, whereas the O2 Arena, I've been doing a bit of comedy that I've been doing for a while, that I'd written a while ago, and I've done songs that were from my set last year. Got you. <laughs> Same old shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Got you, okay, yeah. But, you know, it, it, I wanted to do stuff that I knew worked at the O2. I'm not going to go and be like, right, here's all this brand new material in front of 10,000 people. Of course, there's no point. And no it went off. It did go off. Freed from Desire always went off. You got people dancing and moving. I don't think people expected to come to this kind of show. It was a variety show. Yeah. Oh, a variety <laughs> show. Oh, it, was a, <laughs> it was a variety <laughs> show. And there was singing and comedy. And I just don't know what the audience expected because at first they were a bit like... <sighs> Because I think I'd there just was come well. on straight after Catherine Ryan. Yeah, and she just did a full stand-up. It weren't yeah. singing, dancing, obviously. She was lovely, though, backstage. I Good. love, can I just say, can I take a minute to appreciate Jade Adams? If you don't know who Jade <gasps> Adams is, she was on Strictly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a comedian. She's got a brand new TV show coming out that she's written in, and she's like acting in it herself. She is so talented. Phenomenal. Brilliant. And hers was and like she's a hybrid a, And she's comedy. a gorgeous lesbian. Is she? Yes. Fab, part of the community. And she's repping it for the big girl. She just ticks all the boxes for me. Perfect. And I we had her. a fucking great night out afterwards with her. <laughs> so, uh, she, she ticks all the boxes that I, I like. I want to talk about the fab room backstage at the O2 Arena. No, that's a secret. Oh, is it a secret? It's a secret room. You're but not can meant we... to talk about that. Are we not? What stays backstage? What did it say on the wall? What happens backstage it stays, stays backstage, backstage, baby. Yeah, but can we talk about the room? We're not talking about what happened. Can I talk about it? You can talk for those, about it. For those that don't know, there's this room, well, which is probably most of you, because most of you have probably never been backstage at the O2. Which no, I Ed Sheeran listens to this podcast every <laughs> week. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they have this special room and you walk in and it's like your, nana's, like your nana's front room and it's got a wardrobe in there. It's just like, yeah. It's like kind of like a themed room. It says, it's called the fab room and it says somebody's the other way and... Nobody's the other way. Does and it? Yes, who you Did are. So, yes, yeah, so you walk towards the somebody's area, right? <laughs> open, open the closet, and then it leads to another room. Massive, massive room cool records room. on the wall. Really cool. Where you could sit, chill out. Sofas, big TVs, PlayStation, a bar in there. It was insane that room. But lighting, and then the back end of the wall was a big bookcase with all books and, and records, records and memorabilia on it, and then. Yeah, and then you yeah. eventually then pulled open that bookcase, which led to an even smaller room at the back, which I think was for people to go and just be by themselves with no security cameras in there. Whatever whatever people want to do backstage at the O2 while they're there, they can do in that private little behind the bookshelf. How many stars do you reckon have shagged a groupie in there? <laughs> I was sniffing the seats to see if I could smell a bit of Madonna on it. <laughs> Do you reckon Adele's been in there? You're joking. Of course she fucking has. Are you joking? Die. The first time that she'd ever did the O2, I reckon she was in that room having drinks with Alan Carr. And... Do you reckon? All her mates. Absolutely. Why would she that not? That is the entertaining area where you bring your guests. Yeah, that's where you bring your guests. If you don't want them in your dressing room while you're yeah. doing your makeup or whatever, you, you go in there. But I loved all the secrecy behind it and the secret behind well, the bookshelf. Well, not so much secret anymore. We've just shared it with the world. But I'll never get booked at the O2 again. It's <laughs> okay. Neither I was going to headline my own arena tour next year. <laughs> do you know what? Do Tottenham Stadium after Beyonce. That's what you can do. What have you been up to this week? We'll sandwich my shit between your shit. Come on. All my right, shit okay. sandwich, my queen. Well, what shall I talk about? I feel tired today. I'm so sorry. Am I lacklustre? A little bit. But it's Am all right. I? No, it's okay. Right, where's that kind of monster? You tell me what you've been up to this week, Billy. Well, on the way to the O2, actually, this kind of links. I, we was with um, we was with a couple of our friends because we drove down, and um, we wanted. I don't know how we got. This is how we got into the conversation. What? So, Liv, our friend Liv, was scrolling through, and do you know the posters for Jock, the club night yeah. in Manchester, which is like Jock, gays, gays, gays in jocks, yeah, gays <laughs> in jocks. Pretty much says what it's, what, it's what's yeah, on the tip. It's just a club night, but like a fetish wear club night aimed it. at jocks. There we go. There we go. And um, on the poster, there was somebody obviously in a jock. And the arse of it wasn't airbrushed. It was like real. 
if you will, in quotation, mm. real arse. It had a bit of blemishes on. And Liv was like, oh, that's cool. And then we got onto blemishes on arses. Sorry, I just spat then. We got onto blemishes on arses. And our friend Andrew was like, I've got cellulite. And I was like, basically described what cellulite on the arse was. And I was like, I've got like three little dimples on my arse cheek. Yeah. And I was like, so is that cellulite? Yeah. How do you get rid of cellulite? You <laughs> don't. Like, I don't. Why? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> can I you feel it? Asking producer Sam. Can, can, can you, you feel it? Personal trainer as well. Cellulite's normal. Cellulite's normal. I get it. normal. But I want an airbrushed-looking ass. Well, then you need to fill it and stretch the skin out. With what? With butt implants. Right. Or filler. What we're already pillow face the podcast, so let's not be fucking pillow arse the podcast. <laughs> I want to be pillow arse the podcast. I do. I'm actually going to get my bum done. I want it I'm done. My bum. I want a big fat Kardashian ass. I don't want the hips. I don't want the hips. I don't want the hips. Juicy but oozy. I want somebody's face to get lost in there. If <laughs> you'll find any old up there. Yeah, honestly, do you know what? Most weekends, to be fair. And do you know what? Producer Sam gave my ass a really good working out the other day. Um, so that's what you've been up to, talking about cellulite on us. Talking about cellulite on my ass, and producer Sam gave my ass a really good working out, which I feel fab for now. So thank you, Sam. This is, I feel like this, why do I feel like this is bragging points? <laughs> why do I feel like Billy's trying to get in with the Sam fans? Because Sam's got a lot of fans now since you had an episode off. I know, I know, I know. And I mean a lot. I'm just trying to make everybody jealous. Ollie did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, other than cellulite on the arse, yeah. uh, did you manage to catch Hollyoaks this week? I have Because I know it's your it. absolutely favourite soap. It's all of our favourite soap. <laughs> I've, I've, I've never watched Hollyoaks. Maybe when I was about 10. but I I've, used to love Hollyoaks when I was a I kid. did as well, but I've watched it this week. And you're, you've got your own episode. It's like Priscilla Queen of the Desert, but from Brighton to fucking, where is it? You've got your own camper van. Brighton to Chester with the, did you like the big purple beard on the front? I it did, was campus yes. tits. Yes. I have to say, production made it really easy for me. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, everyone was so nice, patient. Not yeah. that I, they needed to be patient, but, <laughs> you know, I I love doing it. Yeah. The schedule was crazy. It felt, when I watched the episode, it felt like I was in it for five minutes. Right. But I the mean, filming was all week, pretty much nearly, weren't it? filming yeah. schedule for that. Yeah. The, the soap actors don't get enough credit, I don't think. And mm. I think it's hard. And the two girls that you worked with? Were brilliant. Yeah, really good. Really brilliant. So for those that don't know, the storyline was that two lesbians yeah. went to Brighton to forget about one of them's having cancer treatment at the moment. That's basically the storyline she's going through. Yeah. And the meet you who saves the day because they've lost their keys while at the phone. Where's my keys? Where's my watch? Where? Hide your kids, hide your wife. And then they bump into me in a club yeah. and I'm like, do you need a miracle? And then I end up driving them back to... See, you're the fairy godmother. Yes, fairy drag mother. And then I drive them back to Brighton. Yeah. But... Back uh, no, Chester. drive them back to Chester from Brighton. Yeah. But... Um, before that, we go on a night out and we wake up in the hotel the next morning. I'm covered in burger and food and all sorts. Yes. It's really camp. It is. And then I film loads of stuff out of drag, give her a bit of a few words of wisdom. Yeah. And then send her on her way, send her to a hospital appointment in drag. <laughs> to you, to which you. I didn't put her in the drag. Right. So you drag this person over in the back of the van, don't you? Yeah. Well, there was a few, there was a scene missing where we make her over, which I'm a bit gutted for. Is that cut completely? It was cut. Right. But I knew they were over over time with the episode, so Okay, so then so you so you put her in track. Yeah. I mean it's not the best track I've ever seen, but you personally didn't do it. I didn't do it and the makeup and the hair team are absolutely lovely there, but obviously they don't do drag makeup, of so course. don't don't at them. <coughs> Sorry everybody. Are you allergic to my talents? I'm, I'm allergic <laughs> to that drag you put her in. <laughs> <laughs> um I think it's really fun. It's really camp, crazy and cuckoo. Yes. Um, it's all it's Hollyoaks. You know what I mean? It's it's the best kind of Hollyoaks madness. It, mm -hmm. You know, it, it's it's fit for purpose. I I was really worried that I was going to be really shit in it. I was I really you pushing everything yeah. apart from the very last scene. What the Just, sing and dance number? The song and dance number. Yeah, and I really didn't want to do it. I'll be honest. And you didn't write the song. It was none none of your idea. It was given to you to do. No, it was given, and, yeah. and the, the the writer Jonathan Van Ness. <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan Van Ness, I tell you, yeah. <laughs> I want to say Jonathan Larson, but it's not. Oh, what's he called? Jonathan Larkin. Yes. The writer Jonathan Larkin did a great job, and I think he's a brilliant, brilliant writer. Um, but obviously, because of like 
licensing and shit, we couldn't sing the song. So it was meant to be like, go into the chapel and we're right. gonna get married. So basically they just found like a, a beat and like wrote lyrics to it and we had to try and make it work. It was very stressful. But you did it. You Listen, I've ticked something off a box. 15-year-old me would die to know that I was on Hollyoaks and I had my own titles. You did? You was in the titles? When it comes on at the beginning. <laughs> Slow-mo. And you got a mention. I was going to say, those I changed eagle, the script to fit you, innit? Though eagle eyes, eagle-eared of you will know that you named your wig after me. The same wig that you wore in the makeover challenge that I, I put oh, you in. Oh, was it really that same wig? Yes. Fab. Okay, cool. So I get a little shout-out. Billy the Wig. Billy the Wig. The Billy the Big Wig. Billy, Billy the, the Wig. <laughs> Honey, Billy the Wig. Uh, listen, we've got loads more to come up on the show. If you did catch Hollyoaks or anything at the O2, thank you. The support, as always, means the world. Yes. And it if means e- the world. And if anybody does have any, any advice out there for me on cellulite, just go in my TM. <laughs> yes. Thank you. We do need some cellulite busters. Maybe we should do a spin-off. Maybe we should do a spin-off where we both get fit. Right. And we, I don't know, we just get fit. Get, fit, get rid of our cellulite? Yeah. We can't do that. We can't get rid of cellulite? Why? Because you wouldn't have anyone to train. No, no <laughs> you, get, you just can't, like, cellulite's just a thing, you have it. No, cellulite's not a thing. Why is Kim Kardashian not got it? I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Cellulite is not a thing. It must be able to get be getting rid of. Yeah. Listen, um, we've got loads to come up. So before we do, if you want to get in touch with us, share a dilemma, a funny story, or anything else, camp crazy and cuckoo, you want to get in touch with us because, as I said at the top of the show, we're your favourite, aren't we, mm-hmm, Bill? Absolutely. And you can get in touch with us by emailing us. Letters at gossipdayspod.com. You can DM us. At gossipdayspod on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. Grinder. Um, and you can get in touch via WhatsApp. And the mum. The mum. The mum. The number. Oh my God, that kind of monster is hitting me right now. I'm fucking rushing. <laughs> Call me Vladimir. I'm fucking rushing. I'm fucking rushing. <laughs> that monster's hit me. Fab, good. Wow. Woo. <laughs> You're like about a coffee enema. Um, you can get in touch by the number in the fucking chat. Let's go. <laughs> let's no. go. Why? I feel like someone's switched a button inside me. <laughs> right, let's get the rest of the podcast in quick while I'm in this mood. <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. Hello, welcome back. Um, to the dotted days, uh, this is us, and we're fat pieces of shit who love eating snacks. <laughs> so, this, we are. So, this is snack and of we the moan week. about it all the time, but we also love to eat. So, <laughs> that's why I've got IBS. Yeah. Um, oh, you've got you might snack. not be able to have this week's snack of the week then. I don't know what. No, I don't I'm know not going to let you have this week's if you've got IBS thinking about it. I'll have it for myself. Oh, fuck off. I can see it in your hand, and I'm having some. This week's <laughs> snack of the week is brought to you by Lotus Biscuits. Now we love a Lotus Biscuit. I fuck. It, I if I was to have a milkshake, it would always be a Lotus Biscuit one. I love it. Always or a donut or a cronut or a waffle. <laughs> yeah, pop a Lotus, Lotus Biscuit crumb on it, and what have you got? An orgasm. Yes. So this week. Lotus Biscuit have brought out a white chocolate with Biscoff cream bar. Wow. And this actually came in from Producer Sam, I think. Yeah. Producer Sam brought this in. Now, yeah. you can tell I've not been to the gym in a few weeks because Sam brings in extra extra naughty treats to fatten me up, to depress me, <laughs> so that I come back but, to my sessions. Yes. But can I just appreciate how thick this bar that, is? That is a thick bar of chocolate. I've not seen a thick bar like that since Tony Chocoloni. Tony Chocoloni does yeah. a thick... Tony Chocoloni's got a thick one. It does. Yeah. But Lotus Biscuit is, I think, got a thicker. I think that could be thicker than Tony Chocoloni. Mm, yeah. No, Tony Chocoloni's got a thicker one. As, <laughs> yeah. They're exactly the same size. Oh, Sam said they're exactly, they're exactly the, same. the same size. Someone's had his measuring <laughs> tape out. Both 180 grams. Both 180 grams. <gasps> oh, I love... Can I, I'm sorry. I'm, such, like a, I'm such a food influenza, but this is like a golden ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I got a golden <laughs> ticket. I got a golden ticket. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words. I got a gun digging. I just did it. Fab. Perfect. Wow. This looks good inside. Oh, they're like little mini lotus biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Right, oh. let's try it. Don't okay. leave the people in suspenders. Okay, sorry. Ha! That is lovely. Oh my God, what is this? That is that Biscoff spread. Yeah. Around white chocolate. It's inside, yeah. Oh. This is the nicest snack wow. of the week I've had, I think, this year. Minimum this year, possibly in two years. <laughs> Are you I agree? Could, I'm, I could cry. It's that nice. <laughs> That's really nice. That chocolate. is bloody gorgeous. That is really, really nice. Luke, chocolate. just get in here and try this. It's fucking sexy. Oh my god! Right, we're gonna have to take a break because I'm gonna have to finish this bar. Highly recommend it. Highly. Re wow. Wow. Gorgeous. Wow. <laughs> get one of these if you can. What is it? Lotus biscuit. <laughs> Lotus biscuit white chocolate bar. Stunning. Sam, where is it from? Morrison's. 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 Oh, God. They need that in a milkshake next. <sighs> oh, my God. That is sexy. That is, I'm, I, I need I'm, a moment. I'm high and horny from that. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, um, that is nice. Get it away from me. I don't I want any more. Wow. Away. That is so good. Get it away. Oh, I'm orgasming. <laughs> That was the nicest snack of the week in the world. Honestly, everybody out there, you need to get on it. That was and the best. A, do you know what? A drag queen said to me the other day, they were like, I listen to your podcast and all you do is talk about is white chocolate and dick. And do you know what? <laughs> this is the, welcome to the white chocolate and dick podcast. <laughs> this, this, that may be true. And I know this is, again, sorry people, another white chocolate item, but that is the nicest white chocolate product I've eaten. I, I do have to agree, within two years of my, the past two years of, the of my Of my taste testing career. 100%. It we're, was we're technically professional taste testers, do you know that? We've always said, if this stuff doesn't work out, drag queen DJ, I'm gonna, I am going to be a McDonald's taste tester. I, I could come up with new McDonald's menu. Products. Just using the stuff they've got. I think you could do it with Greg's as well. Not me, I'm not, I'm not into Greg's, don't be so rude. <laughs> You could do it no, to Yeah, but we could, but I'm not into Grex. That is, I'm not trying to be rude, but that's quite bother. What? <laughs> so you can't hear him. <laughs> he said, have you ever had McDonald's nuggets with KFC gravy? No, I've not, but I've, I would be no, trying. No, I've got it. a thing here. Go on. Producer Lucas has just said in me here, have you ever tried McDonald's nuggets with KFC gravy? Yeah. Are you a mixer? I'm not usually a mixer. That's because I'm too fat to drive from one drive through to the other without eat, consuming all the food. <laughs> if I if I had to drive through McDonald's and the KFC, I'd have to drive through that and there was a bit of a queue. My McDonald's would have been gone. And, yeah. I, and I also feel a bit too fat going to having two takeaways in a day. It's not unheard. That's not, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, but if anyone's going to call bullshit here, it's going to be me. <laughs> I have been with you where you've had a McDonald's breakfast, a Subway lunch and had a Chinese for your tea <laughs> and then cried that you were fat in the night. <laughs> I've been with you. That is not even a made-up day. I've been with you on that day. I've had all the same. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? All right, maybe it's not unheard of, but I mean, it's a rarity, maybe. I'm I'm not usually a mixer. Are you a mixer? I'm not against mixing. I'm not. But I don't do it. But I don't do it. I don't. But I don't. I'd have KFC gravy with anything. Listen, and I before we carry on, I've also seen you drink that pot of gravy like it's fucking hot chocolate. <laughs> You drink that fucking gravy like it's hot fucking it's chocolate. It's fucking gorgeous. Are you it's joking? pure fat. I know. Have you seen how they make it? Pure honey. Oil, water and powder. And it's literally chicken fat oil. It's sexy. <laughs> it's still really nice and I'd still drink it till the cows come on. <laughs> right, let's move on with the show because I'm going to fucking heave. From the nicest white chocolate dick we've ever had to... White chocolate dick? <laughs> <laughs> White, white chocolate, chocolate dick. I didn't mean white chocolate dick. Did I say white, <laughs> white chocolate, chocolate dick? dick. Yeah. Because you said all we talk about is white chocolate dick. Welcome to White Chocolate Dick, the new podcast. <laughs> right, we've got oh lots of listeners' letters or what? I would dip a this dick in white chocolate. This is taken into chaos as you dip a dick into white chocolate. Can I like dip one a of them strawberries. No, like one of those, you know, tubs you get and it's like a little stick and you dip it in the chocolate. Yes, but the chocolate's hot, went melted on a cock. That would hurt. <laughs> That is some kind of Fifty Shades of fucking fatty something that I've never seen. <laughs> fifty Shades of Fatty. What fucking Fifty Shades of Fatty is this? You want to fucking coat a cock in chocolate? What, and let it go hard? The yeah. chocolate, not the bean. Fifty Shades of Fatty. The Gossip Game. 
Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Sam's with us. Sam is with us. Hello, Hello Sam. How are you? I'm good. Did I tell you that I used to be, uh, when I was a kid, like a Hollyoaks actor used to babysit me? <gasps> Did I ever tell you that? Which one? Not a very uh, really good one. I feel like you have told me it, so don't bother with us now. It's a boring story. So, <laughs> Sam. No, I'm joking. Go on, tell us. <laughs> no, Which now, one? now it is a boring Which one? So they were only on it for like a few months. They played Spike. And they uh, were in a gay storyline, I remember, because Ooh. that's when my mom had to explain to me what gay people were. Oh. <laughs> she was like, you, you little faggot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, then he started acting on Hollyoaks. He was too big to babysit me, rude. But then he got five from Hollyoaks and then he needed a babysitting gig again. So he was my babysitter again. And then he went back on for one episode and was not my babysitter again. No wow. way. Wow. Hollyoaks does change people. <laughs> you know, before Hollyoaks, I used to think, you know, what's life? And now I'm like waiting for a soap award. I'll probably be at the Oscars next year. Um, <laughs> Tony Award. I, I, I'm quite fascinated by that. I'm going to Google Spike. Was he hot? Um, yeah, what? Yeah, he's All cute. Hollyoaks actors are hot. I've had Google. He's not acting anymore. But oh, um, what's he do now? Probably babysitting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> or he might work for the BBC. That <laughs> was a very convoluted. Is the word convoluted? Today, just keep going. I don't know what I'm saying today. So what? So what's happening now? We're doing just the tea. It's just the tea. Just That's the why tea. Sam's here, love. Right here we go. Just the tea. It'd be the help if we knew what we were doing, wouldn't it? On this show that we've done nearly 200 episodes of. By the way, yeah. I mean, we'd, I, th- I think we'd have something special for the 200th episode. Well, I'm not here. I'm on tour, but we'll talk <laughs> That's what's special. That's what's special. <laughs> a new drag queen is going to be over. Danny. Cheddar who? Cheddar oh. boring. Ch- cheddar who? Gorgeous, I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you want to know what's cheddar. in the headlines this week? Tell yeah, me what's in right. the headlines uh, and we'll pick our faves. Yeah. We're spicing this hot minute up. So here's your headlines. Uh, the popularity of erotic gay fiction has peaked with Chinese women. May Muller gets ready for Eurovision and Louis Spence is being haunted by his mom after cooking her ashes on the Arga. We need to know <laughs> Louis Spence. Louis cooking them ashes. Yes, Louis Spence, please. Right, here's the thing. So this is how it started. Uh, Louis Spence was claiming that his house was being haunted um, Ooh, to the point... But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's so much paranormal activity. So I actually got some paranormal investigators into his house, like this little cottage. It's like 200 years old. Oh, what? And his sisters come around for like moral support, and they're like, "Oh yeah, there's definitely spirits here." And the sisters are like, "Oh my god, maybe it's our mom." And Louis says, "Well, actually, now you mention it, I think I've released her spirit. Here's what happened. Um, <laughs> he was keeping her ashes. Said that they'd gotten soggy. Said that she became a bit of a sludge." And Louis wanted to dry her out. So <laughs> he thinks, I know, I'll pop her on the stove, just give her a light roasting. Uh, his actual words were, she's already been burnt at a thousand degrees anyway, so what's arg- what's going on the argument about 250 going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, and now he thinks that he's released her spirit and has been haunted by her. Um, he's saying that he can sense her presence, he can smell her perfume... <laughs> I think, right. I think someone's lost a fucking plot. <laughs> I think someone. I think someone's historian. <laughs> someone's not been on telly in a while. Someone's not been in the news in a while. And oh, don't be mean. I love Louis Spence. I think I Louis Spence Louis got as well. such a battering for being so camp and themselves. And loads of gay people are like, oh, this I is my like... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I, I love a bit of Louis Spence. I love Louis Spence as well, but I think And this... you should be a lisp supporting sister. I'm a lisp supporting sister. <laughs> I'm a camp supporting sister. I'm a Panabaret supporting sister. Are you were putting I... your mum on the Arga supporting sister. And you sister. always stand with a bevel. Do you know what, Mum? When you pass, I'll shove you on the fucking Agra as well, all right? Will you fuck? She'll be right in that wheelie bin. You've got, you've got to pay <laughs> oh for a funeral. <laughs> She'll be out in the biffer bins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, if my mum's listening, you're straight in a biffer bin, bitch. I, I'm all for recycling, but I'm not paying for a funeral. Cost me enough while you're alive. <laughs> Should we talk about another one? Yeah, <laughs> can I just say I fucking love Louis Spence. I love Louis Spence story. As well. I love like, it. Yeah. Why isn't Louis Spence doing TV anymore? Just uh, probably because he's cooking up his dead mum. <laughs> <laughs> and I also kind of relate with that story because I've still got a dead parrot in my freezer, and I'm currently I'm just about to go and get her from my old house and move her into my is new apartment. Is it still there? She in your is. little little freezer? In my other one, but she's got her own drawer in my new house. Can I? Why? Why did you pop her in the freezer? Well, I didn't know what to do with her when she died. 
but it was years ago now. We've talked about this, haven't we? Well, this was, I mean, this we're was before I even this. knew you and we've been well, I've, and I've <laughs> known you eight years. Right. <laughs> You've had a frozen parrot longer oh, than eight years in your freezer. Pop it on right, the I'm going to just take this headphone off because I already know that this clip's going to get used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a fucking frozen parrot in my freezer. Right. It's not oh that my. weird. People, well, what do you do? I've lived, I lived in a rented property. <laughs> I think that's a I'm not burying my pet parrot in the fucking rented property. Right, okay. so, but you've got to pop it in the freezer. It's a way of preserving the body. For what? To keep till I'm ready to let go. <laughs> oh, it's come on! It's been nearly ten years since that parrot died. You need to let it go. No. Defrost the fucker and feed it to no, the chickens. No, I'm not defrosting. It should be sludge. I'm oh, not God. defrosting it. You know, Izzy would love that parrot. I'm not defrosting it. If I end up defrosting it, I'll have to pop her in the air fryer or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, Louis Spence, you should put on about 250. 250 uh, on the argument. Give me some more news. This isn't about my dead parrot. Okay, but I'm just right. saying I relate to the story. Okay. Because I too. <laughs> You're right. Your parents exactly the same as Louis Spence's mom. <laughs> mom. <laughs> right. so, oh my god, mom. Um, next story, by the way. I know by by the time this comes out, uh, this story is already a week old. But I don't care because it's Eurovision. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Eurovision. Oh, 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 I love Eurovision. So, I nearly huffed. Whoa, I love Eurovision. Excited. So we know Someone's that one's got some Eurovision deals. <laughs> <laughs> we know that May Muller is our artist now for Eurovision. Um, I'm one hundred percent ready to back her. Uh, I'm. So excited for her. Uh, I think this is our time. I think everything's falling into place. I think the universe is prepping UK for a, a win. I, your, I also have heard we're last. So we've got the right. last spot, Slot which is the best Do you want to hear exactly why we're going to win Eurovision? Go on, so this go is exactly why hell. we're going to win Eurovision. Get your crystal balls back in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this is why we're going to win Eurovision. Go on. May Muller, born in 1997. Same year the UK, last won Eurovision. <gasps> now that Eurovision and the previous two times that we won in the 80s were all hosted in Dublin. What's just east of Dublin? This year's host city, Liverpool. Liverpool. Also, last year, Mika presented Eurovision. But that's not Mika's only connection to Eurovision because when he released one of the best singles ever, Grace Kelly, Grace which was Kelly. number one for five weeks, his music video features a little girl lip syncing the spoken lines. Do you know who that little girl is? May Muller. It's fucking me. No way! <laughs> May Muller's the... What, what, does, what does she say? I love how camp Sam's getting. Sam can, we get can love Eurovision. <laughs> May Muller. Can we get this on a close-up? <laughs> can we get this on a close-up? May Muller is the... Last time we talked, Mrs. Smith, you reduced me to tears. Is that girl? <gasps> That's May Muller. Yeah. Is that her voice saying it? No, she's lip syncing. Uh, but I mean, may as well be. Um, can I ask, do you like the song though? I'm getting into it. Oh, also, can I finish my theory? Go on. Because <laughs> getting back to... <laughs> because, right, not That'd to shut you off. That's not the only reason. So it's all fallen into place. The final thing is what Danny said. We're last. That's good. Yeah. Right? When you look at all the past winners from 2000 to now, 70% of them have been in the second half of the show. And the later you are, the more likely you are to win. It's the okay. same with any competition. Close really. the show. What do you mean? Because you're, like, you're the most memorable. You know, when you watch any of the X Factors and things like that. I know, but you was in first in drag racing, you won. Yeah, I walked in the workroom. I had 10 weeks to show people. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I went oh, home last. Okay. Makes sense. When I went home last, didn't I? <laughs> okay, got you, yeah. But everything's going to place. May Miller's going to win Eurovision. Clip that up, put it on TikTok, tell me I'm wrong. Right. Um, <laughs> do you like the song, though? Because I've, I've had a few people message me be like, oh, I don't like it. I, I actually love it. Personally. I like it. I've, I've not listened. But I will because I love Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. Yeah. I think when you compare it to some other songs, I think it's really going to stand out because it's just a nice poppy, dancey song. Yeah. I think if you do a bit of a remix like we did last year, the, the the song that Sam Ryder did was not the original version. They added guitar solos and then we went up in the rankings. So so do you think they'll remix the track again for the final? I think yeah. they just need to remix it with a bit of like more wild vocals at the end. And Let me get on it. the phone to my friend Graham. Norton. Um, <laughs> and see what we can do, Sam. Thank you. No problem. If Graham wants me to help stage it, that's fine. No, I'm no, no, it's okay. It. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm a proper Eurovision fan, so if anyone knows... Um, it's know. you, it's you. Okay. Uh, the final story, what was oh it, Sam? Oh, God. So, <laughs> I learn something new every week doing this podcast, right? Good. So, 
Mostly Dan, about how much Billy loves dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and white chocolate. It, it's limitless. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to say this correctly because it's a Chinese word. I think it's called Dan Mei. Uh, Dan Mei is romantic and erotic fiction about men or male beings like ghosts or foxes. And now it's become one of the most popular genres among young Chinese women who refer to themselves as rotten women. Rotten women? Rotten women. They're taking over China. Right, so these people are watching this, is it like it's anime a, porn? Here's the thing, it's a book, it's a series. Okay. Um, it's like a genre and it's become one of the most popular. That's is, why it's insane. Is it drawings? Um, it's a novel. A novel? Like, it's a novel. It's what, a like Fifty Shades fiction. of Grey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so like when all the women over here were like, uh, yeah. without the fannies for fucking Christian Grey, they're doing it over but foxes. It's, and... it's homosexual <laughs> relationships targeted against straight women. And it's become the most popular genre amongst children. Do you know what? I'm, I'm stop right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. Right, let me think about this. I we all need an ally. I love allies. I love all the girls coming into the shows, but. Straight women are taking over our spaces, <laughs> right? So we don't need you to take over our sex lives. Well, do you want to I know- love you girls, but I love an ally. And, you know, I love respect. I love that you come to the shows, you respect us. But I want your allyship to go into actual help in the community, not starting nicking our porn. <laughs> how, are you, how are you flicking yourself off to that? Well, because I can't get off to that. There's a theory. Can I do that on here? There's a theory. I just did. So, um... The theory is, is that the reason that straight Chinese women might like this is because they don't have to confront the realities of being a young woman in China. Oh, um, so I feel shit. Well, no, not, not that, but they're saying like a lot of romance stuff uh, will depict women like settling down, like marrying, being pregnant. Because it's all written by like cis, cis men. Yeah, but it's the idea that basically they see these handsome male characters that are in like heartache and sort of like romantic jeopardy that they relate to. Okay. So it is sort of living their own desires through that. So, you, so you're telling me they're not getting off on them bumming? That they're, they're getting off at the idea of them being risque? Of a man feeling the same thing that she wants. And that's getting them off? Apparently, yes. Fuck that. They're um, getting off on the foxcock. I'm so telling you now. This is, <laughs> they're getting off on that foxcock. That's a weird episode of Strictly. Right. This <laughs> week on <laughs> Strictly... <laughs> It's the fox crock. <laughs> the fox crock. So here's the thing, like, uh, one of the most popular ones has yeah. got so big in China, it's had a KFC promotional deal where they've used the characters. <gasps> it's off. had a Netflix deal where it did become an anime. Whoa, 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 whoa. It even became a New York Times bestseller when the English version came out. Hang on, wow. so KFC are using porno people in their ads? They use the same characters, but they're not shagging. There is Whoa. hope for the cop destroyers. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think you've realised like why this is also so, so wild yet. It's not just the fact that it's um, straight women. It's the fact that this is um, in a country manned by the Chinese Communist Party. They banned this. Yeah. It, this um, so this content actually goes against their censorship laws. So all this content is actually illegal. But there's work. They're just working around it. Well, how is KFC getting away with it? They're only using the characters. They're not using the, uh, and then, the content. They're just using the characters. It's the actual homoerotic scenes. So some of these books are still getting published. The author's using um, like writers' names, like different names, so no one knows it's them because they could get arrested for it. And they're publishing some of these books legally with all the homoerotic stuff cut out and then releasing that online separately. Right. And it's become this thing that people know they get the official one and they're like, okay, if you want the bonus scene, go there. Got, yeah. Right. So it's this huge thing that actually goes against Chinese censorship laws that they've got around Working it. Around, we always will. Like, you can't ban love. You can't ban gay people. Su- Su- there we go. That's fine. I've said author's name now. Pseudonym. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can't ban love. Love always wins. And rock out with your cocks out. There we go. Rock out with your cocks out. I'm actually really interested in that. And I also now feel slightly bad. So thank you very much for that, Sam. Uh, we'll be um, back in a more after this little break. The Gossip Gate. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The Gossip Game. Hello and welcome back to your favourite podcast in the world. Yes, you're listening to Snog Mar... What is it? Shag Married Annoyed. We could pretend to be that. We could pretend to be that. Welcome back to Shag Married. Welcome back to Shag Married Avoid. I'm Chris Ramsey. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the the wife? And I'm uh, Rosie Ramsey. Rosie Ramsey. (laughs) (laughs) And on this episode, we are gonna. (laughs) I can't do a new Gasol accent. I'm gonna stop. Welcome back to the Gossip Gaze. Uh, We've got listeners' letters. Can I just ask, have you seen. Cheryl's doing that two two two, isn't she? She's had rave reviews. But have you seen when she comes out at the stage door how her management, how her security dad act? No. They're ragging around, getting her in the car, and she's like, "You fucking what, man? Do you just want a picture?" And then they shut the door. But I think that was quite. That good. was quite good. That yeah. was good. Do it again. I can't now. Okay, okay. <laughs> the pressure. You're in the moment. You're in the moment. Yeah, we'll get that on a button. <laughs> <laughs> Let me entertain you, baby. <laughs> I love that one. Let me entertain you, baby. <laughs> Let me entertain you, baby. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think it's all a bit of a coy for her just not wanting to... I, uh, now, I don't know this. It's the over-aggression between the management and... Cheryl is lovely every time, by the way. She does get pictures and does get autographs, but they really rush her on. Of course they do. She's behind the other side of the door going, there's fucking loads of them. <laughs> fucking rush me now. Rag me by me pony. <laughs> And get me in the back of that Uber. <laughs> and then she gets out and she's like, of course I want a picture. Ow! <laughs> get off me, man. I'm an actress. <laughs> Just want That's a what's happening. 100%. I'm telling you, Cheryl's on the other side of the door. <laughs> Rag me pony. <laughs> and that's what's happening. I like Cheryl, though. She's I had rave reviews. I love Cheryl. Uh, but that, but that is going viral on TikTok. But people are like, oh, my God, this is disgusting. We need to help Cheryl. She's she, not in a conservatorship, darling. I think Cheryl's She's okay. She's in a West End show. I think Cheryl's okay. Now, let's get on to the listeners' letters. Um, help, I have a lesbian dilemma. When I first started unit, I became friends with the girl, Hannah. I was very attracted to her, but quickly learned she had a boyfriend and was straight, in quotations, so I never thought anything would happen between us. What does straight, in quotations, mean? 
means she said she was straight, but I think in the in quotations he's going to allude something later in the letter that may prove she's right. not straight. So she's not straight in quotations wasn't the turn of phrase. No. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Danny. As we got closer and whatever, and we went on night out, she started to get very touchy. But I still didn't think much of it, and I just thought that's how she is with her friends. But whenever she's drunk, she is extremely flirty and constantly tries to kiss me. Um, so, but she's still not single, so I just want to respect that. But it makes me feel awkward and confused. Then last week, she whispers to me, don't tell my boyfriend, but I think about you when I kiss him. What? This is what the letter says. Um, she'll also tell me things like she wishes I was her boyfriend or introduces to me as her girlfriend to people. But the next day, she either doesn't remember anything or acts like nothing happened. Is this how normal straight girls act? Question mark. But none of my other friends are like this with me and it doesn't feel normal. I don't know whether to bring things up to her, but I don't really want to lose her or make things awkward as she's all I have after basically being disowned from my family. So do I just ignore it? What do I do? Question mark. Please keep me anonymous. Oh. That's quite sad at the end. Sorry, I thought I thought we were going to go on like a lighthearted lesbian dilemma journey, but it actually got quite emotional. Yeah, I feel a bit, I feel a bit I sorry feel for this person. This person has fallen for the friend and they think, does my friend fancy me back? From what you're saying, the friend fancies you back. I do think people do get different when they are drunk. Drunk, because I've had people in the past, I wouldn't necessarily, like, I weren't as close to them as what you appear to be with this person, but they were in quotation straight and they would get flirty and like a bit more handsy yeah. and things yeah. like that. Well, you don't know them. But they would do that. They weren't... I mean, it was people in uni as well, actually. I just think maybe this is what a lot of young, younger uni people do. people are figuring themselves out. This person might might be bi-curious. We don't know. Might don't, be pansexual. They might be pan. They could be anything and they could be just exploring that. And I'm, I'm assuming that they know you're a lesbian. Um, I feel like, though, it's a bit of a fucking clitoral hood tease to say. Yes. I wish you were my boy. I think about you when I, when I kiss my boyfriend. Yeah, that's, uh, that's that is that is that's that, cock teasy. That's clip teasy. Uh, I don't think that's fair. I don't think you should. That the person should be saying that. And I, I just think lay your cards on the line when when you're next having a drink and it gets like that. Just be like, do you fancy me or what? Do you think she should say that? Just say, do you fancy me or what? Yeah. And then she'll be like. And just go, well, you always make a comment and I just, I don't know, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit confusing for me. It's easier said than done. It's easier it's said than done. It's definitely easier when said than done. When there's feelings there and you just don't, oh, oh, that's not worse. Honestly, this is what I mean. Like, that's going to be, that's easy for us to say to do that. Yeah. But that is actually the only way you're going to find out. Exactly. And also, you, the dilemma is you kind of don't want to lose them as a friend because you, you've got feelings for them. Yeah. So you're like, shit, do I, do I take it further? And hope that it works out yeah but the risk is you might lose it all but then at the same time i think but what what's now now's like a weird limbo where you're kind of torturing yourself because you you love spending time with them but you fancy them and they fancy she's got you a boyfriend you <laughs> this is this is a weird one and i think you've your options are either leave it as it is yeah and you'll just be confused the next day and you're gonna keep your friendship as it is and you just know that's gonna happen on that or you actually address it and just not, I'm the type of person I'd have to address it. So you'd next time they're having a few drinks or going out, would you would you recommend her saying, "Listen, what's going on here? You you kiss your boyfriend and think of me? Do you fancy me? What's what's the sitch?" I'd be like, "I think you're starting to turn a bit less for me." Right. I mean, that could lead to something. Wash your fanny before you say it. <laughs> That's my advice. Is that your advice? Yeah. Say something. Oh, but then what if it's like makes it awkward? Do you think that? Listen, I'd be making sure then pits are baby wiped. Right, okay. <laughs> You've got some fresh knickers and bras. Bit of femme fresh. Whatever you want. Whatever you like it to be like. Yeah, to be fair. Get ready for action <laughs> and say, baby, do you fancy me? <laughs> That that That's what I'm saying for that. I, I think go for it. From what you're saying, she said enough there. It's making me think she's getting feelings. I and think just so say, too. listen, I don't want to ruin anything between you and your fella, but yeah. are you getting feelings for me? Yeah. 
You're not saying, hey, I've got feelings for you. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, don't go in don't with that. Don't you go in with that just yet. No. She might say, well, if you've got feelings for me. And then you say, well, answer my question first. Just say, I'm, I'm asking you because you're the one who's saying you, you're da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, we've solved it. We've solved it. your problem. We've solved it. You're actually going to be a much happier person tomorrow when you wake up. Oh, do you know what, my love? I've enjoyed today. Thank you so much. Thank you. I've enjoyed I, it. Honestly, I felt like I started on a very, very low energy. Yeah. And by the time that monster... Monster. monster. The monster. <laughs> the sugar-free monster. Hit. <laughs> I'm going to douche with one of these tomorrow. Perfect. Because I <laughs> not feel recommended. great. Not, not recommended. Not but... recommended. Your bum snot might go funny. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today, Billy. It will yeah. be nice to see you here same time, same place next week. And we might have a special somebody with us next week. So keep an eye out for that. Oh, but yes. remember, remember, <laughs> remember on Monday, we have a little Brucey bonus before then. So uh, yeah, check that out. And love you and leave you. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, share a dilemma, funny story, or anything else, camp crazy or cool. <laughs> you can get in touch by emailing us at the email letters at gossipdayspod.com yeah, yeah, yeah. you can DM us at the DM gossipdayspod or you can get in touch via WhatsApp and the number for that is in the description of this episode listen yeah. out for Monday's episode because we've had some camp crazy cuckoo voice notes coming and keep them coming we love it and don't forget guys like, comment, subscribe tell your mates tell your mate and remember this is a <laughs> Love you, bye. The Gossip Case. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.